We didn't think it was going to be a business. This was truly like a for fun side thing. And at the end of the month-long pop-up, someone was like, so I want to buy a package. And I was like, oh. And that's what everyone always asks. They're like, how did you know? How did you decide to like quit your job and do this? I was like, I didn't, dude. I got up at 6 a.m. every day of the week and opened the studio. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realize it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Everyone take a deep breath. So if you weren't at our Breathe It All In. Mm, it's a tiny taste of all the breathing we did. <laughs> it was a, so it's a breath in, all in through the mouth. Fill the belly, fill the chest, and then let it out through the mouth. So we did this for probably what, 15 minutes? Yeah. And my body <laughs> was vibrating. Justin was like, I was going to pass out. Literally. Mm, it was cool. My fingers were all like crazy. Your lips were burning. My lips were like, I felt like I was like, <laughs> I was like dish. Like, I honestly felt like I couldn't control my body. It was really? crazy. It's really cool. So we did a class at Lululemon um, and it was really beautiful. It was all about breath work, meditation. We had... Dr. Ryan Green, osteopathic physician and co-founder of Monarch Athletic Club. And he taught us all about breath work, got into the nitty gritty, yeah, nerdy, nerdy, nerdy science of it, which was so helpful because I think it's hard to like form a habit if you don't know why. It's uh-huh. like, oh, why am I doing this? We were like, well, because they're doing it and uh-huh. everyone, eat, whatever. Uh-huh. So it was really, really helpful. And then we had Jenna Reese, who um, is a master breathwork meditation coach and intuitive healer. You can find her at Breathe Accented Life. I always, I fuck this up every time. She's but changing it to She's her changing name. it to her name, Jenna Reese, uh, J-E-N-N-A-R-E-I-S-S.com. Um, we recorded it for you. We recorded it. So it going to Patreon members. Yes. And then it'll be out. In the next couple of weeks. And then it'll be out for everyone in a month or so. Mm-hmm. Two months. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two months yep. probably. Um, yeah. Probably within that month. Um, so yeah, we're so excited for you to listen to that. And please stay up to date on all of our events at almost30podcast.com. Our new website is it's live. Sick. And it's sick. It's I sick. have to say. It's sick nasty. I'm actually- It's embarrassing. So I made the first site, which is, it was it was functional. It was great. Functional. It is embarrassing. <laughs> right now. I look at it now, I'm like, oh my God, it was so lacking any flavor. But it is like, insane right now. People thought that first one was amazing. Yeah. So like- you Chloe's know. also sprucing up my blog, 100blog.com. Yeah, what's so up? So get ready to peep that soon. You can um, see her work at leocreative.co. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So today we have on Sarah Levy. Mm-hmm. Of Y7 Yoga Studios. So this is a yoga studio brand that is very rooted in who they are. And talking to Sarah was so fun. So fun. I had the giggles. I was, we were laughing. We were wackadoodle that. And she just really freaking impressed me. Like, so oftentimes, Lindsay and I are in a lot of situations where we're talking to a lot of different people that have done a lot of different things. So, um, you know, maybe they've done this thing because they were given the privilege by their parents to have tons of money to do it, or, you know, maybe something was given to them. Basically, what I'm saying is that everything that Sarah has was earned, and she worked mm-hmm. hard, she busted her ass for years, was going to work all day, the yoga studio in the morning, the yoga studio at night, really followed what she believed in and created the 
this amazing brand and business with her husband and I couldn't be more impressed. Yeah, we also talked about working with your husband. You mm-hmm. know, it's not always easy yeah. and how to do that effectively and maintain, you know, the personal side of the relationship. So yeah, we're so excited to share this with you. If you haven't been to a Y7 studio, run. Yeah, it's they rock. so good. There's a new one in Silver Lake. There's a bunch in New York and basically the concept with Y7 is, is dope, fresh music that's like hip hop. A lot of times R&B, um, it's really dark, it's sweaty, it's sexy, and it is yoga for fitness. So there's not really much of the spirituality element, but if you like yoga for the physical and you like to listen to some amazing music in a dark room with great instructors where you know um, you're going to get the same thing every mm-hmm. time, then it's for you. And it's no mirrors, which I think adds no to mirrors. Like, I don't do adds to the spiritual part of it. It's kind of like just turning. Yeah, that's true. It's turning in. That's it's true. not like pushed on you. That yep. spiritual part. Yeah. All right, guys. So let us know how you like this episode. Join our secret Facebook group. Yep. Um, we are waiting for you in there. Join our Patreon to get the um, live podcast interview, mm-hmm. the breath work, the science behind meditation. That will be live on Patreon soon. So make sure to go there and join that. Patreon.com slash almost thirty mm-hmm. and. Give us a ringling. Give us a ring a ding ding ling ling ling. Oh, I didn't memorize the number I do. yet. Oh, I have 424-272-1853. Four, <gasps> is it? Yeah, I think it is. I think it might be. Guys, so what we're basically trying to say is that <laughs> Lindsay and I have a phone number now that you can call and you can connect with us. Yeah. And this go ahead. Number is 424. 424- 272-1853. So basically leave a voicemail, leave a voice note, ask us your question, tell us about things you want us to talk about, any feedback, suggestions. Um, if you ask us a great question or ask us whatever question, we'll have you on the air and Lindsay and I will answer your question yeah. in real time. So pumped. All right, have the best day. Enjoy this episode. We love you. We love you. This episode is also brought to you by Hum Nutrition. Hum damn nutrition. Did you guys check out our Facebook Live? We were talking to um, Sarah Greenfield, the uh, one of their top nutritionists at Hum Nutrition. And so if you haven't checked that out, we answered a lot of your questions, but we know you guys are loving Hum as we are. Right now, I'm actually loving the base control, which is like their multivitamin. Oh yeah, it's a good one. It's a classic. Yeah. So if you want a good multivitamin, we love base control just because it's all natural. It's vegan. Um, You know the source that you know the sources that Hum is getting everything is organic and natural. So highly recommend base control for a multivitamin. Um, Hum is our go-to. We take every single one of the supplements. I have every single one of the supplements in my pantry, um, but base control is especially a good one to make sure yeah. that you have in your arsenal. And you know, we don't take all of them every single day, but yeah. it's kind of, you know, like the moody bird yep. around your period, take that. Air like, patrol when you're air, flying, mm-hmm. daily cleanse when you yeah. want to just like Reset your gut, skinny bird, when you want to get skinny. Skinny. Yeah, so you can use our code, almost 30, A-L-M-O-S-T, 30NATION, N-A-T-I-O-N, almost 30NATION, at checkout for 15% off your first order. So you, all you do is go to the website, humnutrition.com, take a short quiz, and one of the nutritionists, maybe Sarah Greenfield, will send you um, her recommendations for supplements that you should be taking. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to email them. They respond to emails. They're amazing. It's super personal. That's why we love them. So check it out, humnutrition.com. Our code is almost30nation. He couldn't wait. He had like picked up the ring like, and he was just like, he came home and he was being kind of like fucking weird. And I was like, hello, I'm dying. Yeah. Can you help? He's like, no, I'm not a doctor. He was like, can you just like let the dog out of her crate? And I was like, fuck you, man. Let the, let he's your, like, come here, get on the floor. And then what? So you let the, he let the dog out of the crate and then no, what? He was like, okay, I'll get her. I like started going off. I was like, fuck you. I'm not even supposed to be like doing anything. Like I'm not supposed to be doing anything. I love a good fuck you. Those, like, all, those, are, those are always <laughs> work. That's like my only term I use. He's like, oh, I, for, I forgot to take the trash. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and the big bellowy laughs. We just lean back like this. Oh, God damn. He doesn't take out the trash. And I'm like, mm. fuck you. It's really funny.
you're the worst. <laughs> Gotta keep it real. Go to hell. What's yeah. my thing? I don't know what my thing is. I can be pretty cruel. I'm trying to think of what my like mean thing to say when I'm fighting with Justin is. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Give me some new stuff. Yeah, I need, you, I'll give you some new ammo. I feel like the fuck you is getting old. Fuck you is old, yeah. Oh, he's, you know what he says, though? He goes, <sighs> so he's not saying bitch. He'll be like, you're just being a little bitch bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> bitch bitch is still bitch. He's like, uh, no, bish bish. I'm like, uh, bish bish is still bitch. And he's like, no, I'm saying bish bish. I'm like, no. So he'll say bitch bitch or bish bish instead of saying bitch. Same thing. Same thing. It's kind of cuter. Same thing, I guess. It like lets him slide. I'm like, no. <laughs> now we're in a whole separate argument. Yeah, literally. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome to the girl talk. Um, girl talk hour. <laughs> Wait, so we didn't finish the proposal. Yeah. So you had pneumonia. I had pneumonia. Okay. And and what were you like wearing? Um, I was wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt with. I looked like miserable. Oh, I just come from the know. doctor. Yeah, and then he told me I had to get all these probiotics. And while I was in line waiting for my prescription, I angry ate probiotic yogurt covered pretzels. As I'm crying, those oh. are those are bullshit. They're fucking disgusting. Why would you Wait, put probiotic in front of pretzel? Who makes them? Dwayne Reed. Yeah, Dwayne Reed. Literally, it's probiotic like, it's pretzels. Yogurt covered pretzels. So they call it probiotic. Pretzels. Really? Yeah. But I hate yogurt. Really? And the old people yogurt. are like, oh yes. They're like crunchy, they just salty, like, and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All the things wrapped up into one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I got home and I opened the door after walking several blocks, mm. which I wasn't supposed to be doing because I had again, I had pneumonia. Right. Get home, my hair's in a bun, like a crazy bun. Mm-hmm. I look fucking miserable. I had been crying. I had been crying. And the second I walk in the door, I can't even put like any bags down. He's like, can you let the dog out of the crate? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? First of all, you are way closer to the, the door. 100%. And you're just fucking standing there like you dick. Yeah. And I like lost my mind. I was like, fuck you. You're the worst. Like you're not even helping me. I'm literally dying and you're not doing anything and you want me to go open the crate. I was like, go to fucking hell. Like I hate you. (laughs) You're the worst. He was like, okay, I'll do it. And I, so I plopped down on the couch. like a massive, massive like mess. My legs are wide open. I'm like slouched. No one can see me right now, but I was like this. You're like basketball stance. (laughs) I have this nasty, I have this nasty scowl on my face, and like one of our dogs, like comes out, she's like all tiny, and she's like waddling out. And she has a box around her oh, neck, and I was like, "There we go." Well, I didn't there know. It is. Well, I didn't even know it was happening because we live really close to this really cute jewelry store in Brooklyn mm-hmm. called Catbird. Lo- fucking love Catbird. I, I mean, everyone loves it. Life. Like you don't even have to like. Yep. I don't know what Catbird is. Mm. Oh my god. Sorry been single the for a best, while. Like, <laughs> no, no. It's like just dainty no, but like It's like where oh, everyone yeah. gets their little like stacking rings. Like yep. two of these are from there. Like my oh, earrings. Yes, are. guys, you can get them on Etsy for cheaper. It's true. Get that shit on Etsy. <laughs> um, but, and he, every time he like screws up, he like always will get me something little from there. And they put everything Damn. in boxes. Yeah. So I just thought it was something from there. And then I felt like a dick and I was like bent down to like go get it. He was like, I got it. I got it. So he was like on the ground. <gasps> And then he opened the box. He like had the box like holding it. And I was like, oh, fuck you. I was like, really? Now? I was like, are you? Fuck off. I thought he was kidding. I thought he was like trying to be funny. And he opened the He's box. He's like, this is not turning out how I imagined. <laughs> he like opened the box and I was like this. <gasps> What's happening? Yeah. Photographer pops out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, the parents like, come out no, behind I was the like, corner. I was like, is that real? What's going on? He was like, and I like reached for the box. He was like, oh my God, can you stop for like one second? He was like, you literally haven't stopped since you got in. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sat back. He was like, will you marry me? And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was very confused. So cute. And then I felt really bad. My sister was like, I would have told you to suck a dick if I was him. I maybe would have put the ring like away Away. and would have waited. And I, I was like, well, I was like, well, it was, and I always remember the day because it was like such a weird day. It was Monday, April 15th. It was tax day. 
Whoa. So it's just like a really, like, what? I love he that. was just throwing curveballs all day. Yeah, curveballs all day. He's I was like, like, you're sick, gonna do it today. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? He was like, I was gonna wait. He's like, I had this whole thing planned with like all of our friends. He's like, but I picked it up today and I couldn't wait. Oh, what oh, a peanut that's head. That's cute. Did you have a thing with your friends then too? No. Fuck. <laughs> That was fine. Yeah, we didn't do engagement either. photos. Like we were the first. Oh, yeah. like, we were Thank like you. my first. Like you know, what's of weird? like our New York friends to get engaged. Yeah, mm. I saw. Wait, your wedding was in Palm Springs. Yes. Thank you, Google. Yeah, sorry. We were. I, uh, I fucking love that. I was like, dude, stock. I would have a wedding in Palm Springs. It was oh, small. Yeah. The cap was like how many people? The cap at that venue. It was at the when it was still the Viceroy because Kelly Worsler is like my favorite. Dude, she is. Who is that? Everything. Oh, a she's designer? such an incredible oh. interior We're gonna decorator. Get this like, she is so just like, it's. I would never be able to pull off anything like in my own home. Like, people would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is so not you. Mm-hmm. But she has such an incredible aesthetic and is like, her husband, before they sold, I think the Viceroy group like changed hands like a couple of years ago, but he was the president. So she did, or something high up. So she did like all the hotels, mm-hmm. like all the design. So it was like so cool and it was so perfect. It's the Avalon now, if you're ever in Palm Springs. Yeah. It's got the same kind of like vibe, but like I just love what she did with it. And it was so cute. There were 75 people there. It was perfect. 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 Yeah, keep it under 100. Perfect. I love that. This is my rule with my wedding. Nope. None of my parents' friends. Maybe my parents. <laughs> I need to see it's every hard. single person in the audience. I need to know you. Like I fucking know you if I have a wedding. And that's it. My own vows. Yeah. Well, my rule was everyone, when I walked down the aisle, I want everyone, I was like, I want everyone crying. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I was like, like, if you're not not crying, get out. Here's some Visine. Help you along. Let's go. (laughs) If you're not crying, let me turn around and let's try this again. (laughs) Three tears. Yeah. So it was nice though. Love that. So that's my proposal story. Fuck yeah. How long have you been married? Three years. Damn. Cool. Biggest, best part about being married. Saying fuck you whenever you want. I don't know what the best part is. Mm. It's like kind of hard to say. Mm -hmm. Because it's a little more work. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I think you take that person, naturally take that person for granted. Like you're like, oh, we're married now. You know, you get really, yeah, you get really comfortable. And it's not like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to show up as your best self all the time. So I'm already doing that. So yeah, that's covered. Which like, you know, I mean, I think the best part is like, there's always like someone there. Mm -hmm. Like that's my dude, you know, like I can literally say whatever I want. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm You know, whatever. He has no choice. He's stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What have you found that like you've needed to work on in these first three years? I think the first year was the hardest. That's what I hear. I you know, why. it was, and any man who's listening to this, I'm really sorry. But I think it's so funny because like something like, for me at least, it felt like something switched like in his brain and like a point of contention would always be like, well, you're my wife now. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, but we've lived together for the last four years. Right. What, not, in my mind, like, Nothing's different. Nothing's really different except we made like a commitment together to like, to me, it's like more like raising a family, like making choices together, you know, that mm-hmm. more of like a com- money in the bank right. account. Mm-hmm. Right. Just more like combined choices as opposed to like, you know, whatever. Like if he, you know, if before we were married, he like got a job in like Hong Kong was like, hey, I'm going to go to Hong Kong for like six months. I'd be like, bro, have fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's sick. sick. Yeah. But now I'd be like, you can't really do that without talking to me. You know what I mean? So to me, it's just more of like a commitment, more of like a partnership kind of thing. Where like, it became like, you're my wife now. I was like, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like I've always made dinner. Like I've always done these things. So like, what does that mean? Right. Yeah. I would be scared of that. Yeah. And I hear that a lot from like friends in like their mm-hmm. first year. It becomes like a whole nother caliber of like expectations that we weren't aware of. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, I don't, I that. yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't know if like it stems from like how you saw your parents or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you see, like, yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah. And I kind of, I grew up in a family where like my mom 
worked a lot more hours than my dad did. Mm -hmm. So like for me, like I never saw like, she was never a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. Like I never saw her. Mm -hmm. So for me, it like didn't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was just really different, like an expectation sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Totally. Yeah, you always have to look at your partner's parents. Yeah. Because oftentimes they are. It's what you know. Yeah. It's what you grew up with. Yeah. And like that's probably like part of like my downfall too a little bit is that like I don't, my parents were never like super affectionate with each other in front of me. So like I'm just not like that. Like I'm not like a, I'm not a cuddler. (laughs) Not like a toucher. I'm not like a PDA person. I'm just not. I'm not like that with anybody. So, but a lot of people are different. They grew up with parents who are like, you know. Mine are similar, but I do the opposite. I like feel like, I'm like, oh, I want the opposite. Uh-oh. It's like weird. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I think because my parents never did that, but like their marriage is really solid. That makes sense. That like yeah. I never felt then you're like, like that was successful. Right. Like that. they've yeah. been together. They're going to have their 39th wedding anniversary Damn. Damn. That's cool. this Shout year. Out. Yeah. But they've been together for 45 wow. years. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, like they were always very much like a partnership. And never really like, it didn't ha- so much have to do with like, their relationship was like private. So, but mm-hmm. some people like that's how they receive, you know, affection is by like the touching and like, yeah. High five. About, wait, what's F- it called? Five the, languages of yeah, love. The languages mm-hmm. of love. <laughs> I'm acts of service. If anyone wants to know, <laughs> I give and receive that way. If anyone yeah. wants to give me a gift, <laughs> just that's I'm touch. Yeah, I'm touch, and I don't know what else. What's the acts of like service, language no. or like whatever? Like acts of service, quality um, time, quality time. Physical, physical touch, touch, words, words of affirmation, words of affirmation, gifts, and gifts, gifts, fuck gifts. I don't give a fuck about gifts. Yeah, mine's touch and affirmation. Yeah, sure. I guess words of affirmation, money, <laughs> stuff like that. There's also a sixth one that I yeah. invented called dollar bills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we're talking to Sarah Levy. Mm-hmm. So excited. Is that how you say Levy? Levy. Great. Sometimes she, we just like spit out the wrong pronunciation yeah, of a last name. Okay, I get Levy a lot and then I feel like a dick because oh, cool. I'm like this. I'm please. like, Levy, please correct. <laughs> oh, I, I, always, a, I always do because I, I feel so- I have a friend so, I've been calling the wrong last name since I've known her for a year. I know. Just, just told us. I, just told us. No, no, no. Someone she knew told me. Right? And like, <laughs> like hey, I always feel so bad. And, she, and I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me? I feel like it out did. in the text. She's like, it's dun, dun. Like was like, did the yeah. mouth words. Was like, it's dun, dun. I was like- Oh, I've been saying it's done. Oh, we just said that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Publicly. Oh, rattlesnakes. Founder of Y7 Yoga, which I've been to many times Same. in New York City. Big so fan. Um, I used to live in New York City. So did um, Lindsay. So we're huge fans of Y7. Thank you. And I've gone out here too. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brand is consistent as fuck. Fuck yeah, it is consistent. <laughs> yeah. We'll Tell talk, us about we'll that brand consistency. That, yeah. are, I guess we could start there, but I want to go back and talk yeah. about your story. But just on sure. that point, do, are you responsible for the brand vision? Like who does your branding? Um, so it started out, so my dear husband, who I kind of just tore a new asshole. No, he's really sorry. He's I love you. I can tell um, he's good shit. Yeah, he, he's my co-founder. And we started together um, when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. And yeah, we've always been really, really consistent with the brand, it's something that like I, it's one of the reasons we started it is because like I was so frustrated with my yoga experiences. I'm not an expert in the field by any means. I, especially, you know, four years ago, I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. There's so many different kinds. There's so many different schools of thought when it comes Mm -hmm. to yoga, but it gets lumped in, you know, to just yoga. So you go to a studio and there's like all these levels. There's vinyasa one, vinyasa two, vinyasa 2.5, vinyasa three. There's kundalini, there's Bikram, there's karma, there's dharma mitra, there's all. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 Damn. There's, I think we covered them. I, yeah. I don't have anything. <laughs> Let me Google it. Yeah, there's, but there's so many and it's amazing. Restorative. But, Laughing. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Just breathing. <laughs> there's just pranayama. There's just pranayama. pranayama. Yes. So there's so many. And, you know, as kind of a beginner and someone sort of new to yoga, you don't really know what you're getting. And no one really 
explains it to you in a way that you're like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe like I want to try this one. Or they're like, what's your level? Like, what do you want to, what do you want to get out of your workout? Like, I never got that. Mm-hmm. I just signed up for a class and like got put into it. And halfway through it'd be like, um, I don't yeah, know any of the words sure. to these chants. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like mouthing the words like an idiot in choir. Like I'm eight years old again and forgot to memorize the words. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God. <laughs> like, like the holiday <laughs> recital. <I'm> like, <laughs> Parents are so disappointed in me right now. <laughs> the videotape out. They're like, fucking Sarah. Did she know the words? Yeah. I'm like, that's like, yeah. yeah. It's humming along. But so it was kind of really like discouraging for me too, as someone who is, or, you know, I'd go to a class and be amazing. And I go the same time next week and it'd be completely different. Yeah. Mm. That's the truth. And I was like, eh, what? Like, I I just could never find a place I could really call home. So, like, the consistency is super important to me. And I I think what, too, makes it that so important to us is that Y7 is really about the client experience. We do not, like, um, celebritize our teachers. Like, I want the client coming for themselves. I want them to be able to count on the experience they're going to get. And I want them to know that, you know, if they miss the 5.45 because they got stuck at work that they can take the 7 p.m. class and they can still get what they wanted out of their workout for that day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, especially as you guys both lived in New York, like your schedule can change, you know, throughout the hat and you don't really have anything you can kind of count on and to have something you can count of and just have that sort of hour for yourself and know that it's there is really, really important, I think, especially when you're on a journey so personal as yoga, you know, when you can really get something out of it a little bit more spiritual or mental and sort of besides the physical. So that has a lot to do with the consistency and why it's kind of a huge, huge piece of our business and why, like, we focus on it so much. We have a whole team dedicated towards, like, feedback and, like, taking each other's classes and making sure that everyone's staying, like, on brand and on message and just, you know, being an open space for people. I have so many questions about like kind of how do you how you um, create this environment both for people that work for you too. Like I like the fact that you, and then that is yoga, I guess, taking the ego out of it. So not celebritizing. Is that a word? Is that what you said? Celebritizing? Yeah. Celebr- I might have made that up. I like it. I like it. I know what you mean. You get it, right? Yeah. But but I do think of soul cycle. So right. Like so they kind of do, they do that and it works for, it works for us. But also then it kind of takes away from maybe the next person at like the 730 class who no one knows. And then, you know, people yeah, are like, missed, ah, I'm not going to go to that. You missed the 630. So, you're like, fuck, I'm done. I'm not going to class. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to keep it, keep the ego out, keep it consistent, keep right. it like you can rely on it. I love that. Right. And like, honestly, everyone has, you're going to have favorites no matter what. Totally. Yeah. It's just going to happen. But What's so great, I think, about us is I always hear like, I'm like, oh, who's your favorite? Or who'd you take? And they're like, um, I don't remember her name, but I like loved that she did this and I love that she did this. Mm. Or if someone's like, right, like, I love Stephanie, but I also really love Kristen, but I really like Ashley and, but I really like Nick's class for the morning. And so there's so many different like things. And like, I love that. Like you should be able to have like, you know, different teachers that you love. And listen, some people you're just not going to vibe with. Like it's personal too, you know, like you're not going to like everyone you come into contact with and that's cool. Mm -hmm. But to know that like you can still be like a part of like our community, even if like you don't vibe with everyone, like Mm -hmm. that's cool. Like it's fine, you know? And I think what's really great too is like, I never want like Say someone's sick, one of our like teachers who's been there and teaches a primetime slot and she's sick and someone subs who's new. Like, I don't want people coming in being like, oh, it's a sub. And then giving that poor teacher like really bad vibes. And like it yeah. can really affect you. I mean, you, you almost, teach. Like, tra- you, you almost train, you can train your clientele. Right. And like you mm, teach, so you, you know? know it like sucks when you hear that and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then you get in your head and you're like, who do they like that? Are they doing totally. what I'm saying? Like you're looking at them. Like, are they like, you can like, train your you know? clientele to appreciate every teacher that you have. Yeah. yeah and I, I think, think that's, and that's, that's kind of like the whole thing is like, I don't know. I just feel it's really important to kind of like, I also found that 
you know, when I was taking classes at studios and, you know, a teacher would be there and she or he or whoever would be talking about themselves a lot. And a lot of times it wasn't something I related to. You know, it was like, I was walking along the street or as I was, you know, doing my daily journaling, like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Totally. Like, oh my God. I'm like, You're oh, like, I've been texting since 6 a.m. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I you know, I never read my emails before There's a 9 a.m., but yeah. I looked yeah. at my phone before 6 a.m. and I started my morning really jittery. I'm like, well, fuck you. Like, I have been, like, I slept with my phone against my face. Uh-huh. Like, man. Yep. You know, and you automatically feel sort of, like, left out. Like, you're not good enough or you're not, like, living up to a certain expectation that they bring into the room. And I, and it sounds dumb, right? Like, that something so little can have, like, a kind of mental impact like that. Like, it sounds dumb, but it used to really, like— Bug me. It's almost like subconscious. Yeah, you know, and you're, you're like, like well, I'm oh, like, oh, so a total, I'm not a yogi, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so when I'm in here, I have to really focus. And like, half the time, I don't know yeah, what I'm really thinking. It. I like, I don't know what I'm thinking about half the time. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I lose, lose minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. I zone out. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be made to feel bad about that. Like, if you're thinking about a presentation you have the next day, like, cool. Like, you don't need me made feel. Like, you don't, someone doesn't need to, like, judge you for that. Like, you're in your own space, you know? Like, just do do the best you can. So what inspired you? Let's, we'll, we'll go back. Like, what inspired you to create this community? I know you said you kind of, you didn't find what you were looking for in other yeah. classes and other studios. So take us back to kind of, like, how it started. Well, I was talking about this with um, my publicist earlier. Oh, sick. Um, her name's Ashley. Sick. She's in the room. <laughs> She's here. Um, but... I, you know, we were talking about it earlier and I actually had, I pinched my sciatic nerve probably mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. five years ago. So painful. It was the worst pain I've ever been in my life. I didn't walk for a week. And as I was sort of like rehabbing it and, you know, trying to get back into workouts, like I would walk on the treadmill and, you know, I was like 25, I had no money. So, you know, I was like, oh, I can't really do that much. I go to 24-hour fitness Yeah, sit on this bouncy ball. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really know what to do with myself. I was like, okay, I guess I'll lay on the floor and try and do something that I read, like on Pinterest. Like, I don't know, Pinterest workout. Like, I don't understand how to do these moves. Um, And so my now husband had always been kind of more of like a yogi than me. He had always practiced. Like we had, there was a studio in Michigan where we're both from that he um, used to practice religiously at. Like he would go all the time and like kind of fell off when we moved to New York just because, you know, there was no time and, you know, we were both working so much. But my massage therapist was like, you really should start to like get active again and like start doing something. She was like, yoga's really good. Like you really should. I was like, okay, it's kind of boring, but all right. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's what really got me trying like so many different studios. And I, I, I couldn't do it. Mm. I just, I couldn't do it. Not. Obviously we would never say names, but I'm curious if I've done yeah. But we always say, say names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, honestly, and it has nothing to do with like the teacher yeah. or like yeah, no. their talent as a teacher. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Like the whole environment just wasn't for me. You know, I always felt, and this is probably in my own head too, but I feel now that kind of, you know, that Y7 has like legs a little bit and has like stuck and people are kind of, you know, getting to know what it is. It's like, I was really insecure. Like I've never been like, not like, you know, overweight, but I'm not like, you know, I don't have like lower than 10% body fat. Like I have normal, you know. I don't know what normal is, but I think I'm like 20% yeah, or never, something. New York normal or LA normal? <laughs> New York, New York yeah. normal. Yeah, um, I'm like uh, Ohio normal. <laughs> so, you know, I just like, and I really, the only reason I would work out was so I can eat more. Holler. So that's, you know, it's never been because like, I love running. I love mm-hmm. like the feeling like, yeah, whatever. I just, mm-hmm. I'm happy I can like eat more and like maintain, you know, my lifestyle. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I would always feel really shitty when I would, like, be in front of a mirror. Mm. At yoga. Yeah. I can see, like, lights are really bright. I can see everything. I'm, like, looking at my skin. I'm looking at my nails. I'm looking at, like, Mm. it's just everything. And it took away from the whole practice. 
it took away from like everything that I was supposed to be getting out of it. I wasn't getting anything. I just would, you know, cry after. No, you're not. Yeah, for sure. You're not alone. That's why actually I don't like to do yoga with mirrors anymore. Yeah. I just find it it's just distracting for me and other people too. Like, I don't like sometimes you make weird eye contact yeah. with someone in the mirror and you're like, oh, fuck. Or I don't, I literally don't look at anyone. Like I literally yeah. close my eyes for 99% of my yoga practice just because I don't, I'm really weird about people looking at me and looking at people. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. So the mirror is that for me where I'm like, people are looking at me. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, but I just don't like the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like the feeling of thinking about other people judging themselves. Like if I look at someone else and I look at some girl, I'm like, I hope she's not thinking negative thoughts about herself, you know? Like, or like if you look at them, like, you know, and your gaze happens to be yeah. there, it's like, I'm not looking at you. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is where my eyeballs are. Yeah. yeah. This and is then just you like, fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you find a soulmate. So yeah. everything worked out great. And that's it. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, there was a lot of things. Like I just wasn't happy with. There wasn't like music. I mm-hmm. felt like sometimes classes would be really cold and mm-hmm. or sometimes it'd be really hot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just didn't lend like I couldn't count on like, okay, this is my workout for the day. But what was it like? What made you feel so passionately that you were like, I want to open up my own? Well... It didn't really start that way. Yeah. So we were a pop-up for six months. Like, oh. I just quit my job in 2015. Oh, wow. Rad. Yeah. Where wow. were you working? I was working in fashion. Cool. Peace. Yeah. What's you know? that like? Fashion. I got, like, sniffs of the fashion world working, like, on the production side I got for sniffs a working at Hollister. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Literal sniffs. I'm just kidding. I didn't oh. work at Hollister, but it was a good joke. <laughs> That was a great joke. That was a great fucking joke. I I know. I was like, that's funny. I was like, that's kind of great. I know. Fuck. I should have worked at Hollister. Fashion's interesting. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's uh, at the opposite spectrum of yoga. Opposite spectrum. Literally. They get stressed out about a fucking button. So true. Which is important to them. And that's great that that's important to them. It's their expression. Do you know what I mean? No, totally. I think it's amazing. But I also, it's just interesting that it's you're a in that fucking thing. button. Yeah, it's a fucking button. Yeah. No, I remember like I was talking to my head of retail also comes from like a traditional fashion background, like mm-hmm. contemporary women's wear and her and I were laughing and I was like, honestly, it's a fucking sweater. Like, stop it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. It's just yeah. a sweater. Like, relax. But yeah, so it, we started it as a pop-up. Where? Um, in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. in oh, Brooklyn. Wow. It was. Is that where the first studio is? Yeah. Love, yeah. love it. Yeah. Williamsburg's my, my place. I know. I love it there so much. We just place. moved to Manhattan. But oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you're not in Williamsburg anymore. No, we just moved. Got rich, oh. moved to the big city. I know how. <laughs> more it goes. like, more like, got tired. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. How'd and we spend in? so much time at the office. Like, we have a corporate no. team now. So, like, is it but, in the city? Yeah. Okay. And we moved like a block away from the office. So it's like, we were just not even enjoying like our neighborhood anymore. And it just wasn't, you know, we, I'm, I'm in LA once a month and so is my husband. And like, sometimes we overlap, sometimes we don't, but like with all the travel, like, you know, when you come back to New York from LA, like there's no good flight. It's either the red eye or you miss an entire day. 100%. So true. And so like, you know, for us to be close, be able to like pop into the office for an hour is like everything. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's really important. But yeah, so we were, we popped up above the Roebling Tea Room. Oh, yeah. RIP. I don't know that place. <gasps> it's delicious. Is it cool? It was, yeah. What it was, was it? so great. It was just like a really cool restaurant. They had, oh, really, restaurant. They had like fancy teas, but also cool. a bar and like, it was just mm-hmm. great. Great food, like Love. amazing patio. It was actually in an old, it was in a recording studio for the fourth floor. Cool. Walk up. And now that's kind of our thing Damn. by accident. But it's like in Soho, it's a walk up. Yeah. Soho's one floor. Yeah. <laughs> Flat iron's four. Damn. Yeah. Good. Whatever. Yeah. You're going to a workout. Yeah, so it's, it's your warm up. We're getting you started. Yeah. So we started as a pop up. We had like two classes on Sunday, two on Saturday. How did you find teachers? Craigslist. Shh, you're lying. No. What? And we just. Did you get any crazies? Did you interview them? Yeah. We met, we met with a lot. Oh, yeah, we hired them. Wow. <laughs> they That's are now crazy. my best friends. No. Um, That's amazing. 
No, the ones we ended up hiring have all were all incredible. Like great people just trying to like start their yoga careers too. Like everyone had like other jobs, you know, like day jobs at the time. And we just trained them in how we wanted them to teach. I wasn't certified at that point. I got certified in October 2015. Okay. So I've been certified for two years, but I didn't, I wasn't, you know, I just knew what I liked and, you know. Wow how I wanted them to kind of teach. And they were down and they were like, let's do this pop-up. Yeah. The pop-up really, how did you advertise it? With uh, flyers that we taped up around Williamsburg. What was the advertisement? Was it like hip-hop yoga? No, it wasn't even that. Like it wasn't people kind of like, I mean, come, I would go. Come, come get, I would literally diggity, come get diggity down. <laughs> come no get doubt. in the berg. <laughs> we like I don't even remember what the poster said. Oh man, I love fly. It was like a picture of Biggie. Yeah, literally. Like, it was like no, no, dog actually, and the time. I think it was a Sorry. picture of our friend Matt, like in a handstand. Cool. Really? Yeah. Matt's just really hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. Matt, if you Thanks, hear Matt. this. Yeah. You got a sick handstand it's all practice. thanks to you. Yeah. And people came? Yeah. Well, it was free. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, there we people, go. True. People love free. What were the initial, like, hurdles in building that yeah. business, even just as, like, a pop-up? Well, I don't, I mean, it's hard to say because we didn't even think it was a business. Hmm. We get, This was in no way, like, we didn't think it was going to be a business. This was truly, like, a for fun, like, Oh, side thing. And at the end of the month-long pop-up, which was just four weekends, someone was like, so I want to buy a package. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You're um, like, yeah, hold on. I was like, um, well, I was like, oh. you know, we're working on our pricing right now. We're still finalizing our mm. lease for our permanent space. Literally. No one can see my space. Yeah, but I was Love totally that. faking. What, real quick, what was your husband's background? Um, digital advertising. Okay. He's digital. Yeah, he was cool. digital advertising. So, you know, those video ads you see? Yeah. Before you watch like a video I mean, you actually want to watch? Yeah. yeah. That was him. I love Shout those. Thank, thanks, I, me too. Thanks a I, lot, Mason. I don't click skip ad. <laughs> That's cool. Aw, see, honey. <laughs> so then did you, you, then you leased a space? Did you? Mm. And I saw you were self-funded. So yes. So what's so cool about New York and everyone's like, you know, everyone kind of gives us a lot of credit for being a business that made it in New York. Mm -hmm. And while like, I do think that has something to it. It's also, I think the only place we ever could have started something like this. Mm. Yeah. Because it's such a place that lends itself to like creativity and to like new kind of underground things and to like trying new things. You can stumble upon anything. It's the stumble upon factor too. It really is. Because people can walk around and be like, oh, Elliot, you have to make the effort. Right. It's a destination. Everything's kind of like a destination. Yep. Right. And in New York, like you wander, like one of my best girlfriends who lives in Williamsburg, like I can't tell you the amount of times I've run into her on the street and she just has her headphones in. She's walking. No destination. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Justin, my boyfriend used to do that all the time. Yeah. He's like, I just love walking. Yeah, she is. You know, she's a doctor. Yeah, she's a doctor. And so like when, you know, she has like time for herself and it's nice out, she just goes on a walk. Mm. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. She may or may not pop in, you know, a bar for a drink. Maybe it's really just like, but you know, there's so many things. Yeah, there's just like a lot that you can do. Totally. You know, so that was, we found this really cool. It was sort of like a collective space. It had, it was meant to be, I think, be more like artist lofts a little bit. They were all 300 square feet. Um, and there was one of the businesses in there was, it was um, this artist, she made pottery. It was her like throwing studio. Cool. And it was just like a little space that she used. So we got one of those. It was like a thousand bucks a month. That's wow. not bad. And we could make it work with like, our salaries and like, you know, you could make it work and yeah. it didn't like dip it, you know, it was fine. Yeah. And our deal was, okay, we'll do this as long as we can, as long as we're not losing money, as long as we're not like, mm-hmm. we can't pay our rent, mm-hmm. you know, as long as we're, we're able to pay our rent. Like I was like, I'm good. Like, let's do this. And we had four classes a day. We had a 7 a.m., an 8.15 a.m., a 7 p.m., and 8.15 p.m., and then two on the weekends, the 10 a.m. and the 11.15. Did you um, run those? Like, did you do check-in? Yes. Yeah. 
And then went to work. I would like check in the 8.15 and then like I'd let my teacher just like lock the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go to work and then I come back after. And like there were days where like no one showed up and we go home early. Damn. Mm. And that's just like what it was. It was like that for a while. And then like it's, I mean, that studio was so small. It was 300 square feet. We like capped out at like eight people, mm. you know. So we outgrew that in like six months. And then in April 2014, we moved into the 240 Kent space, the basement space. Um, and we just moved out of that. Wait, is that the apartment building? No, 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 no. That's brand new. We're not that fancy. Oh, I didn't know. Because, like, not the one that the soul cycle's in. The other one. The the hole. The one with the hole. The donut one. Oh, okay. Yeah. cool. What we're, like, down the street from the soul cycle. Yeah. Or we were. So that was our space. And, yeah. What did you do when, like, people didn't come? Were you like, this isn't going to work? I mean, Did you ever think that? It didn't. Yes, but also, like, Again, it wasn't really like we just did it because we loved yeah, it, it wasn't so like a risk. much. This that's wasn't like, and that's what everyone always asks. They're like, "How did you know? How did you decide to like quit your job and do this?" Yeah. I was like, "I didn't, dude. I got up at six a.m. every day of the week and opened the studio, and I ran out of work at six p.m. to go back to Williamsburg to open the studio. Mm-hmm. Like I." didn't like, didn't really like, there wasn't much to think about or like worry about. And because like, we didn't do it for the money. Mm-hmm. It was never really a thing like, oh, we have to pack the classes. We have to do like special deals. We have to like mm-hmm. get people in here. Like mm-hmm. we never spent money on any of that stuff because it wasn't like that for us. So there's like three things that are super important here. Yes. Let me just mark it down for you. First mm-hmm. is doing something that you wanted to see. So creating something that you actually wanted to see in the world. So it's not going in with the mindset of like, what is going to make me a million dollars? It's like, what is missing for me in my life that I want to see? And then doing that, which is super important. And all the books and the podcasts that I'm listening to always talk about that for the most successful people, they just do something that they wish they would have seen or they find that missing link in their life and they try and fulfill it in what they do. And then two, it's you kept your job. Yeah. And you slowly transition to building this to be a business. Mm -hmm. And then three, it's you staying so busy that you didn't have time to doubt yourself. Right. And I think that's so key. And I think Lindsay and I do that and I try and do that is I don't try what happens, but staying so busy that you don't have time to compare yourself to others or you don't have time to doubt your process, I think is super important. Yeah. I mean, and this was really like when we started, like boutique fitness, like was not really a thing yet. You know, it wasn't like how it is now where there's a ton of studios popping up like every month. Like there's all these new concepts. Like it wasn't like that. And there was a time where we were like, oh, you know, there was a conversation that Mason and I had and he was like, should we add weights? And I was like, I mean, why? He's like, you know, because everyone wants to do like yoga with like weights. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, well, what are we going to do? Fucking turn on the lights and make everyone go get their weights? Yeah. I was like, it's, I was like, you want to have, how, what's the range of weights we're going to have? Right. What's happening? And that adds, it's just like adds a whole nother component. And I was like, I don't really give a fuck about weights. Mm -hmm. Like there's other places that do that. I don't want to do that. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I want to do, you know? That's the thing. So what what's, what happens when, you know, these other boutiques are popping up and maybe they're, quote unquote, taking your idea or they're, you know, whether it's ideas of branding or ideas of structuring the class or like vibe in the room or doing a hip hop, that, 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 that. Like, how do you handle that? I think any entrepreneurs like starting yeah. out and kind of like flowing in their so, business will. Almost two years ago, we had two copycats kind of pop up. Mm. And it was really hard at first because there's connections there. They had connections. No, or like you knew them. I, yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So you killed them, right? <laughs> so they're Brooklyn no with us. I'm serious, <laughs> literally. Um, and I think that was really, really hard at first because it was like I, you know, when it was a situation where like there was money involved and like, we, you know, poured everything, yeah, everything we have into this. And I think, you know, I was 
really upset at first. It like really got to me. I was like at my core, I was like so angry. What were you feeling? Angry. 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 And listen, that's not like, you know, the most like yoga. PC, mm-hmm. like yoga, like correct thing to say, but I was pissed. Like I was mad. I was full on like, how dare you? Who the fuck do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Right. You know, as like a couple months went on and like time went on and, you know, things happen and you just kind of have to put blinders on and know that like these people, people who, you know, try and copy or to replicate, you have to have the right intentions behind it. You know, like there's reasons behind everything we do. And people can come at me and say it's like trendy or it's not really yoga or it's just trying to be kitschy, can say whatever the fuck they want. And that used to really bother, you know, it used to bother me when people said that stuff. But I think that like the whole point of yoga is that it's for everybody. That's the whole point of it. It's all about like letting go of the ego and like being inclusive. So the people who say like that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay. You are closed-minded and you are so far of what, like, you're trying to preach or what you say you practice that, like, I can't even let that enter my space anymore. And then for the people who copy, it's, you know, they saw something or they experienced something, they liked it, and they wanted to, you know, do it their own way. And, like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. But, like, my intentions and, you know, the reasoning behind every little element of the studio will always be my own and our own. And no matter what people say or what they try and do, you can't really take that away. And I think that, I mean, you guys have both been to the studios, you know, in New York and LA. And I think, you know, we touched on consistency, but I think that really shows through like what we've been able to build and like our community and like our clients. So I think that's really the most important thing to me is that we've kind of been able to maintain that and stay really true to, you know, to what we offer. Like, you know, there's studios that offer like different kinds of classes or like, you know, and like, we are like, oh, we should do that because mm-hmm. they're doing it. And it's like, no, no, no. Mm. We've gotten this far because we've really like stayed true to what we believe in and, you know, the way that we, you know, want to present our experience. And that's really all it is. And at the end of the day, I think there's like, really there's room for everybody and it took me a really long time to get over that stuff. Yeah, there is room for everybody. But there's room, yeah. you know, and like it's sometimes it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're really good and you believe in what you do, it doesn't really matter who else comes into the space to kind of join you. Mm-hmm. I know I sound really profound right now. You're nodding at me. No, just like breathing, but like, breathing that in. Everyone, I, I think, you, you know, any entrepreneur, we're, we experience it. And so that's, we're probably selfishly asking that question. 100%. But. Yeah, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I think you're right, is putting on the blinders and knowing that like your intentions behind starting business like are what will get you through right. those moments when you're like, wait, what? Why? They're copying or they're taking our idea or they're this or they're that. You but know? that's just it, right? It's a copy. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But it I think you can't grow if you're always trying, if you're always looking at the person next to you, you can never focus on yourself, you know? Well, right. Say that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's so true. true. If you're always looking <laughs> I just did an Oprah. at the person next to say you. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> and then she does like a double clap. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That is the damn truth. Yeah. But it's the same thing, like, and you can relate, it really relates yeah. so much, like, you know. Yeah. As a fitness instructor, you can relate. Like, if you're always looking at somebody else, like, you're not focusing on your own journey and mm-hmm. you can't grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what's the point? Yeah. That's so true. It's my heavy, heavy shit there. No. Happy Cheers, Halloween. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when did you know that you wanted to quit your job to give Y7 everything? So... When we opened Flatiron, mm. which was our third location, it became really apparent through just like reviews and like things, client feedback, and just kind of like, I'm just getting a little refill here. <laughs> um, uh, There's wine flowing if anyone was confused at those noises we're making. Um, and I think that, you know, it just like, there was so much going on. And if, 
we really wanted to grow the business mm. and to really scale it and, you know, give the experience that, you know, we had started with, it became clear that one of us needed to give it our full attention. So I quit my job first. And then my husband quit like three months later. He was like, how did that change your relationship? Like, that. This is fun. Oh God. I get this a lot. I feel so bad because he probably hates me when I give this answer, but it's really fucking hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. It changed our relationship immensely because he's not just my husband. He's my business partner. He is my coworker. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Do you have way do you have ways in which you like things you've established where you can, you know, kind of separate work and home or so we tried that. Okay. That's a lot of like, you know. You, re- you get a lot of advice from people, right? You're like, I don't know what to do. And people are like, you know, like when you come home, like you just shouldn't talk about work. And I'm yeah. like, okay, great idea. Yeah, true. yeah. No. That doesn't work for us. Our business mm-hmm. is not like a nine to five business. Like we're open till 10 p.m. at night. Like, you know, and we just like our corporate team just got put in place like 11 months ago. Wow. And so for the first three years, it was just us doing literally everything. And it just doesn't work like that. And like, I would get a little snappy if like he was on his phone. I'm like, well, you're on your phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you went, you were on yours yesterday. I'm like, then it becomes like this weird for thing. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, and then we tried the whole like no phones in the bedroom. And like, listen, it took us like, a, that was like a year of us trying like these rules that people put in place mm-hmm. in order to have a quote, healthy relationship. It doesn't work for yeah. us. It doesn't fucking work for us. Like we are forever those people in bed on our phones next to each other answering emails. Got to do what works for you. Yeah, 100%. It doesn't work for us. Got to do what works for you. You know, and like, you know, friends will be like, does it bother you that he's on his phone so much? And I'd be like, oh my God, you're right. He is on his phone so much. And then something that didn't really matter to me was like that was pointed out to me, Mm -hmm. really became like a thing. And I was like, "That I actually don't care about Mm -hmm. that. Like, I don't really care what you think about that because this is just how it is. And it's how it has to be. And, you know, it's not for everybody. Some people really want those boundaries and they need them. And, you know, sometimes when we're having sex, I'm like, stop, I have to respond to an email. (laughs) I was like, oh, God. Oh my God, I did. Babe, I have an idea. I was like, I was like, oh, I have to email Soho before they close. Okay. And like, you know what? That's just how it is with us. Like, that's That's how it is. That's beautiful. And like, that is beautiful. I think, like, as long as we're being (laughs) honest with each other and like open and communicating, that that's all I can ask for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, there was a time where we weren't doing that. You know, in the beginning, it's new territory for us. Like, we know how to navigate that. Mm. All of a sudden, we have employees. We're like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, the one, everyone's like, what? Like, what's the worst? And like, the one thing I miss about, like, not working together is, like, when I would have a shit fucking day, and I'd come home, and I'd be bitching literally about nothing. I'm like, this motherfucker said this to me. And like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's fine. I'm not really that mad about it. But he would be like, you know what? You're right. He's like, that asshole. And would get me a glass of wine, just like give me a hug. And I'm like, oh, you're the best. You're right. But now it's like, what? Mm. You know, and he wants like help because they're both of our employees. Yeah. Or what, whoever it is or whatever situation happened. He's like, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. That's right, a little I'm bit. like, yeah. oh no, I'm just like venting. Yeah. You're like, you know, I'm just solve, venting. Don't There's, solve the problem. Don't solve it. There's nothing that needs, to, needs to be solved. I just want to talk. I don't even, I don't even know what I just said. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, you, who? I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. You know, but you miss that kind of like comfort and like that's your person. And when you don't have that person anymore to go to, it's like, I don't want to do that to my friends. You know, because that can easily become like overstaffed. Like, I don't know. So that's like the one thing that I really just miss. We're here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just put me on. Just put me on the air. Yeah. I'm just gonna uh, bitch. Can you record this, please? I'm just gonna bitch about everything. What would you, What would you say to this podcast? Was kind of inspired by like our transition from our 20s to our 30s, and has become more than that. But what would you say to your 20 something self? Maybe like that you would do differently, or just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any advice? 
I would tell her to relax. Mm. I took everything so seriously. Like one little thing went wrong at work and I was like. (gasps) Where did that come from? Um, probably my Asian tiger mother. Dude, I was going to ask, but I thought. Did you ask someone that? No, you can't. That's why I didn't ask. Hey, girl, I noticed you're Asian. You got a tiger mom? (laughs) But like, you are so like, you can tell that. I mean, I'm sorry, you just don't start a business like yeah, and have it be as yeah. successful as you've had it by just being like, I want to start in a business. Like, yeah, like you I were like, like yoga with music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. Okay, I don't cool. know. But that's kind of why. Like I was I never that. I was never allowed to skip school. Ever. Oh really? Perfect attendance. I had perfect attendance. Fuck the game up. Skipping all the time. Yeah. I know I fucked up the curve for everyone else I was on like, that. I'm one. Sick. Not with the tests. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't so good at the test taking, but um <laughs> with the attendance, I was like, I win. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I got this. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, but yeah. Mm. Love I that. just like took everything so seriously yeah. because that's she how relaxed. she like took her she takes her job so seriously. Yeah. And it's kind of like a really cool part about her now that I didn't realize. Like when I was a kid, I was just like pissed she didn't want to like go shopping with me or like buy me white Zinfandel when I was 18. Like, why would she? She's disgusting. Like, Mm -hmm. don't do that. But like, you know, I compared my relationship with her to like my friends' relationships with their moms and like all these things. And like, it's just different. It's a completely different culture. And like, my mom worked her fucking ass off. Like, my mom crushes it. Love that. Yeah. It's amazing. She's. What does she do? She is the head of product placement and planning in emerging markets for Chrysler and Fiat. Cool. Oh, that's why you're in Michigan. Yeah. Cool. Car companies. Cool, cool, cool. Motor City. That's right. You guys don't know. <laughs> hello. <laughs> you guys don't know hello. <laughs> great lakes, great times. <laughs> That's a real. That's a real sign. You can't give really? me. Yeah, Fuck don't give yeah. me. Don't give me credit for that. Fuck even yeah. though I would take it. My family used to. Um, we have house in Michigan and. Uh, oh, where? Balloon Lake. Oh, I was like, do you want to play this game? Do you in, want to do the hand? In the UP. Yeah. Uh, right, mm. by, right by Charlotte Boy, Mackinac. Oh, oh yeah. I went to camp in Kalkaska. Classic. Yeah. Classic <laughs> summers. Oh, God. Everyone loves a Michigan summer. Everyone loves a Michigan summer. Just ask, with my friends. Yeah. Just ask Kid Rock. He knows all about it. <laughs> Okay, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Literally. Okay. Yeah, I think we covered it. Where can people yeah, yeah, where, where can, can people, people connect you? with you? Tell us about where the studios are, yep. how so yeah. So we have right now we have um one in West Hollywood and baby drum roll because we are opening You're on the west side, please. West Silver Lake. Shut up. Yeah. West side. God, you really ruined that, huh? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a pop-up in Venice. Yeah, could you? Yeah. Yeah, let's seriously do a pop-up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're going to be open in Silver Lake in that's December. Dope. It's going to yeah. be so successful. Let's do yeah. a- um, Let's do an event. Class. Let's do a thing. We'll do an event. Yeah. yeah. We'll have our listeners. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll do an event. We'll sell it out. It's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. Don't even Hands come, up. listeners. Hey, it's already later. sold out. <laughs> that's so um, rad. Yeah. So we'll have two in California, which we're so excited about. It's kind of Hot. been a long time coming, and the location's going to be amazing. Showers. There's a massive parking lot. Oh, Damn. yeah. I mean, I know. What? just say that. Get ready. Make that big and bold. Yeah, on, just say that. On any yoga I know. parking lot. Yeah. Every, everyone has to change They're their like, underwear oh, now. Because no, it's literally. like the most like, I, I saw this parking lot and I was like, <gasps> I need this. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know. I don't drive really. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. showers, two of which are, wow. which are outdoor. Um, outdoor? Yeah. So, what do you like, mean? Skylight, you can look at the sun as you're showering. Yeah, you can reflect on your class. What? It's gonna be real legit. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Crazy. We have like a little like outdoor space. So, oh, we'll have an event there for sure. Yeah. December? Yeah. Okay, cool. We do want to. Yeah. So, December, we'll be open there. And then New York, we have Soho, Williamsburg, um, Union Square, Upper East Side. Flatiron, Tribeca will be open in January. Yeah. So we're- we're Are you blown away? Are you like inspired by yourself? 
Do you know? You know, people say that. Like I had, it was so funny. I had, I had a drink with my friend Jeanette who has an incredible Instagram called Shut the Kale Up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. In LA. Yes. She yeah. rocks. I love her. Yeah. She is literally the best person ever. And like, I look up to her, like her following is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like she does such cool partnerships, such cool stuff. And we were talking, she was like, dude, I'm so impressed by you. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, why? Because I can put back a bottle of wine at lunch. <laughs> I was like, that's no problem, babe. I can do that anytime for you. <laughs> like I do yeah. that all the time. But it was really cool to kind of hear because I don't really hear that, you know? I don't hear that a lot. Like my daily thing is kind of, you know, meeting with my team, we're solving problems, we're thinking, you know, always thinking kind of ahead that I never really have time to kind of hear that and like sit back and like I never really get those people who are like, you're doing really good, you know? And it's like really nice to hear. It was like really- To like pick your head up and be like, Mm -hmm. oh. I was like, oh, I am because I feel like I'm drowning. And like, you know, and a lot of times, like there's so many sites that are like, Yelp, there's Google, there's all these like reviews. And like you really focus on, no one leaves a good review. Yeah. Or you just focus on the bad reviews. Right. But like, you know, like you never have like an amazing meal somewhere. You're like, I'm going to go on Yelp and tell everyone how great it was. You know, you're like, that was amazing, which sucks. Because like you should, but it's really when something bad happens, you want everyone to know. Like fuck this place. Yep. Last you know? mini question: How do you Been take there. that? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you? Yeah. What do you do? We take it with a grain of salt. Most of it. Yeah. We always reach out to whoever it was, and they're like, "Hey, like, you know, we'd love to hear like what happened, and you know, just because mm-hmm. a lot of times too, it's like that person has something else going on, and like that's just kind of how it manifested. And it's taken me a while to kind of learn that as well. But it's really just being kind of empathetic and being like, "Hey, like." I'm so sorry, like, you had such a terrible experience. Like, what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And just listening to them and giving them the opportunity opportunity to be heard mm-hmm. and to speak. And listen, that client may never come back. They may still be very unhappy, but they could also, you know, change their point of view. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe just be like, listen, I, I get it, and I'm sorry that I freaked out. And, you know, maybe I'll come back one day. And maybe they won't. That's fine. You know, but I think the most important thing is just like letting them know that they were hurt. Because really at the end of the day, like that's kind of what people want. Mm-hmm. You know, like this sucked and this happened to me and I had a shitty day mm-hmm. and then this happened. Like, mm-hmm. so. People just want to be heard. Yeah. So damn true. So good. So why seven? And then your Instagram? My Instagram is Sarah. S-A-R-A-H. How'd you get that? No, it's not. Yes. No, it's <laughs> not. It. No, no. Oh, my oh, God, you didn't let me finish. Damn. I was like, wait. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, that's my name. What do you mean? Instagram I'm so is Sarah. Yeah, hey, that's it. That's Bye. me. Peace. Uh-huh. Um, underscore. Levy. L-E-V-E-Y. Love, yes. love, love. But thank you for thinking that oh I my was God, that's such hilarious. an early adapter at, that I got. At Y7 Studio. At Y7 Studio. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Fuck yeah. For all the things. In the show notes. In we'll the show it. notes. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks so much for it really coming. means everything. Thanks so for much for having me. And Ash for organizing. And for keeping the wine flowing. Yes, yeah, there child. Go. There we go. All right, guys. We love you so much. Love you so Thanks much. for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. We've been seeing so many reviews come in, actually. Yeah, We're not even asking you to do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to do is not talk about it. We get it. <laughs> um, and then thanks for Patreon members. You guys are the best. We've got exciting things coming up in the next couple months. We're really excited about it. So thanks for being here on this journey with us. Thanks for always giving us your feedback. Um, really means a lot to us. So we love you. We will see you next week. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.